and welcome to Dogyard Book Club. I am your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as Phoebe by many. And if you are a regular listener, oh, hello, I'm so obsessed with you. It really, really means the world to me that you listened. Like, what the heck? And if you are new, hello, I am so over the moon that we have found each other. Welcome to Dogyard Book Club. And this is where I will connect you to books, thought leaders, and avid readers. I interview leaders who are, I don't know, change makers, CEOs, authors, healers, artists, philanthropists, actors, actresses. I don't know, every anyone who's cool, anyone who's badass. But I also interview amazing bookish content creators. Oh gosh, you guys, am I obsessed with showing up for Dog Eared Book Club? I'm telling you, it is amazing. And this guest, I am way too obsessed with. I've become obsessed with everyone. So I think that's just just going to be a common theme. So anyways, her name is Sam and she is the creator of underscore and dot books. Oh, I love her style. I came across her page, honestly, I want to say recently, like just a few months ago. And I love her aesthetic. It's so simple. It's so understated. But it's really, really just, it's so, I don't know, what do you call it? It's so, because I want to say curated, but it's really elegant. I really, really was taken back by her elegant approach and her artistry. And I also love, love, love her captions. She gives such generous descriptions and synopsises. And I, I love it. I love her. And she's like the girl you're like, damn, she, um, she's really, really cool. Like literally, she's just like the freaking coolest. And of course, when we talked, she's so, so sweet. She is such a gentle, beautiful soul. And of course, she has amazing taste in books. That's another reason why I follow her because yes, yes, yes. I save her posts often. I repost them often. She's just incredible. And she's based in Long Beach, which I just remembered. So anyways, this was recorded about a couple months ago. And then I realized that on her story, it was like, oh, rainy day in California. And I'm like, wait, what? And then she was like, I think we talked about this. I'm like, I am literally such a knucklehead. Like, she's been in Long Beach this whole time. Are you kidding? Um, so anyways, her and I will definitely have to meet uh, like ASAP. But also, she's going to be a beautiful, amazing, perfect mother. Um, so I'll probably have to see her. I don't know. I don't know because I know. Anyways, I will see you soon, Sam, at some point. But I do want to give you your privacy as a beautiful new mother and with your husband and your baby. But anyways, why am I like, I'm like talking to her, but also like making a pact, whatever. (laughs) You guys get me. So this conversation is so beautiful. Again, as you know, we talk about books. We talk about the sacredness of reading. We talk about her book peeves and her bookish loves and how books have impacted her life. I mean, what the heck? It's part of me is like, oh, like, like specific baby, like blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I mean, 
how much more beautiful can you get with a bookish conversation? We talk about life. We talk about how, how books have really just created so much uh, color and creativity and impact into our day-to-day, but also our relationships and our friendships. I mean, I don't know. She's like amazing. Like, what else do you guys want me to like tell you? Anyways, whatever. So make sure to give her a follow. It's double underscore and dot books. And she's in- and and she is incredible. Make sure to look out for her books, her top 10, eight books that will be coming out in the next week or so. And again, please DM me. Please let me know what connected with you, what your favorite part was, a book that you are looking to read that's in your cart, a book that you are racing to the store for, or a book that you've read, that you've read of hers, that maybe you've read of mine. And of course, make sure to give Doggard Book Club a follow and a review. It would mean the world to me. I love you guys, and let's get right into the episode. Here we are. Um, But anyways, let's just, like, get started. So I love asking about kind of what everyone's inspiration was, and especially aesthetic, um, because you guys have such a unique style and everyone is like truly such a creator it sounds like so buzzwordy like everyone is such a creator on this platform but it's like really (laughs) such a beautiful niche and I'm always so blown away by everyone's like creativity so would love to hear long-winded question would love to hear why you started this page and like what your inspiration was like aesthetic wise or even just like mood wise um okay yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) i um i actually started a bookstagram a long time ago when Mm. like that first wave of like bookstagram started popping off and uh like the term influencer was being thrown around a lot more Mm. and i went into it thinking like I'm going to share everything I'm reading and all these books and it's going to be so much fun. And then I did it like I have a tendency to start things at the worst time possible. Like I began it right when I was going into like the heavier end of my college days. Mm -hmm. And I think it was because I was looking for that escapism, just any excuse to not work on school. And so I quickly just completely crashed and then ended up deleting it. And (laughs) I went in and I followed everyone I really enjoyed following on my private account, but just completely got rid of Bookstagram. But then after I finished school, I got that urge to start again. And that's kind of where this one came around. But I think this time I feel a a little more genuine in what I do in my space that I have. I definitely don't curate it. I mean, half of the posts that I post aren't even edited, just like I took a picture. (laughs) And it's a little, it's a little less stressful this time around. And I also feel like I've made more genuine connections and met people with much more like-minded taste in reading. So I have more motivation to do this one (laughs) and no school (laughs) oh my god and no school dude I can't even imagine like getting a homework assignment right now like what um but I love 
what you said because it kind of ties into, I feel like, everyone's purpose. Like, you were in a place that, not saying, like, you were coming at it in, like, an inauthentic way, but you just, like, weren't in, like, this open, like, like, um, like the best space to be, like, open and, like, whatever because you were so busy with college and you were, like, oh, my God. And then now you're, like, okay, I have this freedom to, like, you know, give myself room to create and, like, be open with everyone and then actually, like, make connections because, yeah, that's where I, I always have to remind myself, like, it's so annoying because, you know, it's, like, it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, all of this stuff, but I'm like, BB, literally everyone does this because it's, like, fun. Like, it's just joy. Like, it brings Mm -hmm. everyone so much joy, and I don't know. That's just, like, everything at the end of the day. So, yeah, I love what you said. Um, Wonderful. And so just diving right into the phone book questions. Um, (laughs) So when was your first memory of reading? Um. I think I've always been around reading. Um, Mm -hmm. My mom is a huge reader. But I do remember very specifically, I think it was like in the summer to seventh or in the summer to eighth grade. My stepmom brought home this book um, called The Wind Blows Backwards by Mary Downing Hahn. And it was the first time I experienced reading as a pleasure whereas before that it was more just academic wise like what you're being assigned in school which I do think I enjoyed a lot of those books but not the way that I enjoyed this book and I kind of came into that oh you mean this is what reading can be like Mm. and that's why I think I have (laughs) I always hold my tongue but when someone's like, oh, I just don't read, like, my first thought is, like, you just haven't found your book. Yes. <laughs> you just haven't found your book. <laughs> um, and then also I read Star Girl by Jerry, uh, Jerry Spinelli. And that one was also, like, a, ba- a very big kind of discovery moment for me. And I was just like, I just want to read every book that's like this. And from there, it just kind of catapulted into this obsession that I've just had since. Mm. Mm. I love that so much. So um, how has your reading, has your reading changed at all? Like, I mean, this, this could be based on like genre or type of literature, but even like habits or like rituals that you've kind of um, brought from the beginning to now or... Yeah, let me just, like, end the question. I'm really good at just, like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, my reading has changed so much from when I first started to what I read now. Mm. I mean, if me back then looked at what I'm reading now, I would probably fall asleep and just be like, no, thank you. Because what I was reading then was just probably all romance, Mm. all fantasy, just sci-fi um anything that was just like an escape I really loved whereas now I'm I'm more so drawn towards um like I guess I'd say like more contemporary fiction or non-fiction um especially poetry Mm -hmm. I really love poetry now so much more than 
I did when I was younger, mostly because going through college, I studied English as well. I learned how to read poetry, whereas before it was lost upon me. Mm-hmm. So I guess just kind of became more refined. I found those little niches that I enjoyed mm. a lot more. Mm. And I noticed I began to really enjoy sort of stories about people's lives, like solitary moments that, you know, an event happens and it causes this other thing to happen and kind of how we deal with things. Mm-hmm. I really love reading books like that. Love that so much. Yeah, I feel like those, like those solitary moments, even are. I remember like having a conversation um, with like Hannah Franklin, and she was like, It's so funny because I love the stories where people are like, Well, nothing really happens. And she's like, Well, so much yeah. happens. And it's just so funny because I, I feel like the same way too, where I. And like really gravitating towards books where I can like really sink my teeth in and like so much about like human relationships and inner thoughts and you know evolvement to you know like what their purpose is and like those sometimes do tend to be like those like really awkward silent moments but I feel like I don't know maybe just because like now that we're older we become like more introspective I'm not really sure why but I'm totally with you on that. (laughs) It makes us feel, I think, better or less alone when we're reading experiences that are that other people are going through that can either mirror what we're experiencing or are either like worse <laughs> than what you're going through. It's It can be very humbling. Mm-hmm. And I just, I find it very fascinating reading about other people's lives and their experiences um, but seeing so many similarities, regardless of where you're from mm-hmm. or your background, mm-hmm. you know, I just finished reading, um, house on Mango street mm-hmm. and it's just about this young girl's experience growing up in this house. But there are so many moments when, from her childhood that I can just relate with, like playing with uh, friends in the street and stuff, you know, <laughs> or having people over or sitting outside and just eating like a popsicle. Like there were such short little chapters, but I mean, this was in like in New York kind of, mm. and a different type of upbringing, but we shared those similarities mm. of childhood. Mm. So it's kind of cool to find, I guess, yourself and other people. Oh my gosh the freaking best I feel like reading is like well besides like literally being a human being (laughs) I feel like reading is also like one of the other avenues to actually like understand how to put yourself in someone's shoes definitely Mm -hmm. you can definitely do that with reading for sure (laughs) oh my god Uh, absolutely sometimes you get heartbroken and you have to recover but everything's fine (laughs) um so what are you reading now how did you find out about it do you like it do we love I have been trying to focus more on reading books that I already own instead of purchasing more I'm not saying it's going well (laughs) I'm trying um so I'm reading The Historian right now by um, Elizabeth 
Kostova, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I'm enjoying it. I, I had a post recently about how I think vampires are my favorite kind of um, imaginary character. Yes, wait, I think I remember that. That's so funny. And I'm surprised at how many people feel the same way or like about, you know, other things. But um, I love the vampire aspect of it. And it's so, I don't want to say vague, but like the vampire is like mostly kind of just talked about and only like minimally seen. Mm. So it's kind of slow. And I don't want to say it's, boring because I'm enjoying it Mm. Mm -hmm. but if the writing wasn't so good I probably would have stopped reading it (laughs) no it totally makes sense it's so it's so funny I can relate to you on that because I'm yeah so like I've been reading books of Jacob and it's really beautiful and like Olga is such a beautiful writer and this like her translator did like an amazing job and yeah like Definitely my ADHD is kicking in. I'm like, ugh, like, since tomorrow I'm going to San Francisco with my family. And I'm like, okay, like, it's such a big book. I feel like I'm not going to have enough time to, like, read as much as I want. Like, why is it so big? What have I done? But then I read it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love it. And it really forces me to, like, like I said earlier, like, to, like, really, like, sink my teeth and just to, like, be patient and, like, read a big story that does feel slow, but, like, so much is going on. Um... So I, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I feel like I kind of lost track of like where my where my whatever sentence was going. But I relate to you on <laughs> you're like ugh, like this book. I'm having not like mixed feelings. You're like why can't I why can't I talk right now? You know what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I. That's how I, that's how I feel when I read it (laughs) all Mm -hmm. over the place. I even find myself daydreaming while I'm reading it. And I'm like, wait, where was I? I have to come back. Um, But the book in itself is intriguing enough to keep me going. But I mean, the pages are like damn near as thin as the freaking Bible, like (laughs) 500 pages. And it's really good, but it's so full of just history. Like, yes. this writer literally did her work. But I'm just kind of like, can, can we get a little more story in here? Just a little bit more. <laughs> Shut up. No, literally, yeah, same with this one. Like, it is really, like, I think I remember, because I, I can't read an article for the life of me, because just attention span. But, yeah, like, Olga, like... I think it took her seven years to write this book. And I'm like, baby, it took her seven years. Like, you could do this. Like, at least give it the energy it deserves. <laughs> and I'm like, Tavi, and I'm like, trying to remember all the names. Like, they're all like, oh my God. Like, there's like Polish, Jewish, Christian names. Um, what else? Like, Turkish. Like, all these different religions and cultures. And I'm just like, I don't know if I can remember all of it. I'm just going to like, try to grasp the idea. <sighs> Yes. And on top of it, it has three points of view that change without letting you know they're changing. It's like one paragraph will be from the father's perspective and then the next one will be from the daughter's. And if I'm not paying attention 
close enough, I'm I all of a sudden I'm lost and then I have to go back and like reread just to like remember where I am. But for some reason, I just don't want to quit this book. And I'm like, this is the only thing I'm going to read in April, aside from House on Mango Street, which was like 100 pages. So it's not even, a. it was like an afternoon. And I'm just thinking, I was thinking today, I need to count how many pages there are and align that with how many days are left in the month so that I can like give myself daily goals. Because for some reason, I just want to finish this freaking book. But I don't know. That's that's where I am right now. But that's also kind of why I gave myself like such a small goal of mm. reading like two books a month this year. Mm. Because I didn't want to, if I came into this situation, I didn't want to feel like I had to pressure myself to hurry and finish or, or move on. Mm. I the love struggle that. is real. Oh, my God. That's like really crazy that we what was that noise that was so weird I don't know if you heard that it sounded like a like one of those like chicken squeaky toys <laughs> and uh a fire truck just went by my place maybe that's what it was oh my god maybe so many noises in Los Angeles um but okay this is it's so interesting um what I don't uh I like it's I sound so like corny I feel like when I just call people by their like handle because it's just so catchy but I don't remember his name I think it's Zach the guy who has the literature lad profile okay yeah okay he posted something that was just like it literally just has spoke to my soul the last like few weeks and I wanted to ask like how you it seems like you kind of answered it but maybe we can like dig into it a little bit more because it's even something I'm trying to figure out myself he was like do you guys ever get like super stressed with like all you have to do your to-do list you know your errands and going to sleep and seeing friends and like reading all the books you want like and it was just a short caption and I was just like oh my like, it's just crazy. Like, I've even thinking, I mean, I've just been thinking for the last few days. I'm like, how are my days flying by so fast? And I didn't even get a chance to, like, read yet today. I'm freaking out. And, like, reading's my thing. It's, like, all of our <laughs> things. It's like, oh, my God, how do we keep up? But, yeah, love to hear it. <laughs> yes, especially because I see people on Instagram who have read, like, 30 books in one month I'm like there's last minute how did you 30 books that's a book a day I swear those people all work in publishing or something because it is a sport to read that many books I don't I wouldn't even want to read that many books in one month I feel like at that point what's the purpose of reading are you getting anything out of everything you're reading because also, I have to account for the book hangovers. Like, some books I finish, oh my God. and I'm just like, a week later, I'm still thinking about it. Haven't had the ability to pick up another book. So, <laughs> I definitely feel, I don't necessarily feel pressure. I think I used to. But not so much anymore. Now I'm just kind of like, eh whatever <laughs> whatever I read is what I read <laughs> eh. yeah oh my god no I I love that I know what was it yeah I think yeah I know I saw someone they were like 50 books I'm like 
Do you have a job? No. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you, you mean? Like, a, like, do you have a social life? Or, I mean, like, I'm at the, I'm working for eight hours Monday through Friday. And then I come home and I, like, probably just sit on my couch and watch TikTok for at least another hour to unwind. Oh, and then it's unreal. like, I've got to, you know, cook myself dinner and then, you know, eventually make my way to if I feel like it, cracking a book open. Literally. That's why I always bring a book with me because I just go down in the court uh, courtyard mm. of my office building and I just read for like an hour. Mm. At least I read a little bit just yes. about every day. Absolutely. I know. And it's not even like, it's like, honestly, guys, like good for you if you could like read that many books a month. But yeah, it's so, it's so wild. But it is interesting because I feel like every single one of you guys that I've connected with, like, everyone has been so, I don't know, like, no one, I don't think I've really met any one of you guys have been really like, oh, like, I have to read this many a month. You guys are just like, I'm just reading when I can. And I mean, that's even just such like a reminder to myself. I'm like, just like literally read when you can. And like a good reader, just like you could read, like you can read and you read whatever you can and like that's amazing just that imposter syndrome you know yeah especially being in I think the bookstagram community there comes this slight pressure to produce content regardless of you know how popular or unpopular you want to be on the platform there's this like oh I didn't really read anything I I didn't really post anything kind of nagging feeling Mm -hmm. but then it's kind of like well what I do I want to post like a ton of crap or do I want to post something that I'm like actually genuinely excited to talk about and share you know so I I you know thankfully I don't get that feeling as much anymore but a lot when I did it the first time around I had that feeling like all the time yeah oh totally I know yeah when I first started like I was definitely having major yeah major imposter because I was like I, first of all, like, some of the photos, like, people take are, like, so professional. Like, wait. Oh, my God. The rage from lit list. Like, girl, every photo. Oh, my God. I just want to, like, print them out and post, like, hang them on my wall. Art. Art. Dude. doing art. Oh, my God. I know. I want want to, like, go to an art dealer. I'm, like, $5 million. Don't, like, what? Sold. It's so amazing. Yeah unbelievable or just even I don't know just some people just like read you know like sometimes like the type of books people read I'm like am I even smart enough to like read that book like I don't know I'm scared of yeah. that book. I have I have the same feeling that's why I always read the sample before I buy the book oh mm, uh, those free samples I always read them first because so I can't tell smart. you how many books I've wasted money on that I've just ended up donating And without even cracking open. So now I'm like, before I purchase anything, at least see if you like the writing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like what I'm, I mean, I'm sure like we all do it. I'm like acting like it's a new thing. I like have started doing where like I read the first page of the book when I'm like in the bookstore and I'm like, am I, do I feel it? Is there a spark? So yeah it's a good tactic mm-hmm. am I vibing with this book or not yeah exactly because I don't know I feel like it could be pretty like picky like I'm just 
I don't know. Um, anyways. Yeah. Because like, I, I think also, too, every book, I think, takes me, like, 10 or 15 pages to even, like, mentally retain what's happening. Mm. <laughs> so I genuinely only go in to see if I like the writing style. If I like how they're presenting what they're presenting, I'll get it. Because I know I most likely not retained anything anyway. But I do remember that I liked the writing. Oh, my so God. So let's do this. <laughs> yes. Did you or you or someone, I swear to God, there has definitely been, like, that tweet or something around where it's like, what's it about? And it was like, I don't know, like, it was a vibe. I'm like, yes, that's me. <laughs> Same. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. It's just kind of a vibe. <laughs> Your heart would get broken. Um... anyways so I'm trying to think so no I feel like you've kind of already talked about that I have like a rolodex of questions and I'm like okay like where's this conversation going what's the energy um so what is an author that you would love to have write about your life and why oh gosh I don't even know Probably Joyce Carol Oates. <laughs> mm. I love her writing. And she's so diverse. Like the very first time I was ever creeped out by writing was by her. And it was a short story. And I'm blanking on the name of what it was called. But it was... it was a metaphor basically for a young girl coming of age Mm. and she she meets this boy called Arnold Bean at I think like a a circus or something and he's older than her and he kind of starts to hit on her and then they go like their separate ways but then he her parents go out one day and he shows up in his car out front of her house and he's like I'm here for you and I'm just like oh my god how did you find her but the way that she wrote that was so intimidating that I didn't even realize what it was about until I reread it again and then I think read like cliff notes about it where it's like about a young girl getting her period for the first time and how even if you're not ready it's sort of like thrusted upon you Mm. and just sort of the terror that comes along with that but it's she writes it as if this man is like coming to take her and like force her to be with him and it's so weird but so good and I I think ever since then I've just been obsessed with her writing but she can write anything. Mm. I don't think I have an interesting enough life for her to want to write about me. Stop it. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> that is so interesting. I was like, wow, is this woman going like my dark Vanessa vibes? Like, where could this possibly? That's like, what was her period like? Like, I don't know. I feel like mine wasn't that bad. <laughs> I think it's more so just pointing out that pressure of becoming a young woman, Mm. but also how you're sort of seen once you become a woman to like men in this like 
I will, you know, I will take you as my own. I will (laughs) conquer you kind of a thing. Oh, my God. Okay, wait, what's this book called? I'm looking for it right now. But so the guy, his name is Arnold Friend or something like that. But it's supposed to be because he's the arch fiend of the, the not like the story. Like yeah. he's the bad guy kind of a thing. Excuse my typing. No, you're totally good. We're on the we're on the move. It's called Where Are You Going? Where Have You Been? Oh, okay. I feel like I've probably, I feel like that, I think I've seen that title on bookshelves. I would not think about a period when I see that, um, what do you Same. Yeah. I only discovered that when I went and I read an analysis of it because I wanted to understand what they were, because there's this, there's this weird sense throughout the whole entire thing. It almost feels like you know, in the summertime when you're like outside all day and you start to get that sort of fog, mm. like, is this real? Is this not real? Yeah. That, that is how that story feels the entire time. Is this real? Is this not real? And there's so many little things throughout the story. And it, it, it's a short story. I think it's like maybe 10 pages at most. And it's just the amount of stuff that happens within it is just very unsettling. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even know how to describe it. So okay. now I just went off on a tangent about it. <laughs> no, I love it. That's that's what we do. Um, so it's a short story in that book. No, it's just that's it. Oh, it's that's just a short story. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing. The whole thing, so where, where, whatever, where, where are you, where are you going, is a whole book. You said it was uh-huh. ten pa- oh, ten pages of ten the pages. man approaching her. Yeah, it's just a short story. Oh, okay, I was like, <laughs> what? I was so, I was like, this book cannot be ten pages, I'm so confused. Um, okay, so what are some of your bookish, you know what? I'm going to usually ask, like, what are the bookish pet peeves? So I'm going to, like, make happy and, you know, talk and shit. Okay, so, like, what <laughs> is, like, a bookish pet peeve or maybe one or multiple? And then, like, what are your – I mean, we can go on forever, but that's why it's amazing. What are, like, some of your favorite things about books or, like, bookish things? Favorite things about books um, and my book pet peeve. I don't know if I have a book pet peeve. I think bad writing. Mm. That's my big pet peeve. Just bad writing. How did this get published? Who edited this? Also, finding um, this kind of snobbish, especially because I am not perfect. But when I find errors, like grammatical or spelling errors, in a published book, for some reason that irritates me. Like, mm-hmm. I'll highlight it and circle it, and I always have these thoughts, like, I'm going to email the publisher. You this. highlight it and circle it? Uh, yeah. I'm dying. So, it's a little bit <sighs> aggressive. <laughs> but, yeah, for some reason, <sighs> I don't know why it bothers me so much. Um, 
And then things I like about books. Just books, I think, <laughs> in general. Just them. Reading them, buying them, <laughs> looking at them. The high on you my, get. My dresser. Yeah, the high that they give me. Um, finishing a really good book. I love that feeling. You know, mm. that's truly what keeps me reading. Like, reading something and just getting this full feeling. And just still years later, being able to think about it, oh my God. I, you know, I love that. I absolutely love that and look forward to it. Oh, mm. I love that. I know I'm looking at this stack right now I have of like, I think it's all the books I've recently finished or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, like the, just remembering the feelings they gave me. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I have, I have books that I'll look at and they're tied to memories. Mm. Like, I had this book when I went here. So anytime I see it or, you know, find it again, perusing my bookshelf, I'll remember these, like, memories attached to them. Mm -hmm. It's like smell memory, but with books. Yes. I love it so much. Or even, like, there's times where I feel a certain feeling and I'm like oh my god like that's the feeling this book gave me <laughs> uh-huh. like yeah. what oh my god it's like tying an emotion to like a random emotion from a day to like the book it's like that's how that's how connected it became it's like <laughs> my heart <sighs> yeah I read this one book I can't remember what it was called I read it I think it was called Ash and Blood. It was like a fantasy novel. And I read it with a as like a book club with my aunt and my sister. And I didn't like the book really, but I took it with me on my honeymoon. So now like I'll randomly think about that book because yes. it was with me on my honeymoon. But I'm like, but I didn't really like it. But still just it triggers that memory. And I had obviously had a very fun time on my honeymoon. So it almost sort of cancels out the negative experience I had with the book. Stop. And in my mind, I'm like, that book was great, <laughs> even though I didn't like it. Oh, my God. That's freaking hilarious. Wait, what book was it? Um, I think it was called Blood and Ash. Oh. Or Ash and Blood. Oh, wait. You know, you just said that. And, yes, that's, like, one of those super popular – is it, like, an actor, actor book? I don't know. No, 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 it's not. But it's, like – I feel like in the same genre. Mm. Again, it's about vampires. So I was like, sign me up. But I didn't like it. You just didn't like it. Yeah. I I think it was the writing. I didn't like the writing. I think the concept was good. I just think overall, I just didn't like the execution of it. Mm. See, that's where I feel like an asshole. And I get really nervous about reading fantasy books and even honestly like some romance novels because I'm worried like the writing won't I don't know like I just won't like it because I feel like maybe it's because the way you know society perceives them is like they're like catchy like they're cheesy Mm -hmm. but I feel like some are actually like I don't know for instance I feel like 
one Q84 is a hundred percent a love story. Like, uh, whoa, whoa, what? Best love story ever. Um, but it wouldn't be coined as that by society. I feel like it's like alternate universes and whatever, but then I don't know. Like for some reason I have a difficult time with like, like I've been wanting to maybe do like, what is it? Like read like the court of thorns and thorn bushes. I don't know what it's called. (laughs) Yeah. um, A court of thorn and roses. Yeah. I read the first two books in that series. Okay. When they came out. And I think that was kind of the last book that I read before, like, my taste really started shifting. Mm. Oh, my God. So between that, the second book, which I remember being like, oh, my God, I fucking love this book. <laughs> and then is just like, daddy, you know, totally in love with it. But then a year later, the third book came out and I was reading it and I was like, what is this garbage? <gasps> What is this garbage? That is I mean, so funny. I, I just, I didn't even finish it. Mm. I, it was just, and I don't, I don't want to attack people's reading or anything. I just, th- that book was not made for me, you know? Mm, and there's definitely, I think it's more alluring if you read with a group of friends. Yeah, Because then it's like, you can get into the gossip of it. Like, when you're just kind of reading it by yourself, you, I don't get to kind of, you don't get to, like, geek out about it or whatever as much. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the hype of Sarah J. Mass is. Yes. Reading with a group could have a completely different experience versus just reading it by yourself. Absolutely. I also really wanted to read her Throne of Glass series, which I heard was better. And I bought the whole series on Kindle and I read the first book and I just remember being like, oh, well, that was a letdown. And I'm like, why do I just so badly want to love fantasy and like romance again the way that I used to? And I'm just like, why don't I enjoy these anymore? Hmm go on like a girl's trip and then you'll be like I love it <laughs> yeah I don't know I wanted to do a book club with my aunt and my sister Ugh. and read like a romance book like my aunt's like yeah let's do it let's read a smutty one and I'm like okay and then oh I just God. was looking at some of them to read and I couldn't find anything that sounded interesting mm. you know what if you have one I obviously don't want to make you like do anything that's like aggressive and out of the way but honest you know what no I'll do it why am I asking Phoebe I was like I was like oh like send me a picture of the first page and I'll see like if I agree with you or something and I'm like no I can literally look it up on Google like what's your problem but anyways now I'm curious because you seem really picky with your writing I'm really picky with my writing um but okay couple final questions I just made up this one because this is fun and just about us being like picky writers is there I feel like it's really hard like for me it's so hard to like be like wow like they're the most perfect amazing best writer ever like I feel like I have like five favorite writers but is there maybe like one I feel like it's a really hard like one or maybe just like a few writers that you'd be like they're perfect they're amazing I love them 
Yeah, um, I do. I have a few. I have two authors who I really enjoy. Um, Elena Ferrante. Mm. I, I love her. Um, as well as um, Donatella Di Petron- Oh, man, I'm going to butcher this last name. Petronatonio or something like that. She's another Italian writer. Mm. But um, they both have their books translated by Anne Goldstein. And I absolutely, I don't know if these books are, you know, in this manner in their original language or if Anne just, this is Anne's kind of writing style coming in. But I absolutely love those books Mm. and that writing style. I mean, they're just, they're so well done and the stories really grab you and pull you in just from the beginning. Mm. Um, also, I really love Hanya Yanagihara, who did, who wrote A Little Life, mm. which, I mean, that book had a chokehold on me. I, I felt like I just went through an emotional roller coaster. Like, I physically remember throwing that book across the room and, like, like proceeding to just ugly cry <gasps> for, like, and I didn't even, I couldn't even pick, like, that book sat on the floor, like, three days. And my husband was like, why is your book on the floor like that? I was like, leave it alone! Don't touch it! <laughs> that is so, I was literally just going to ask you, I was like, <laughs> like, how does... <laughs> Like, our poor partners, like, they have to handle us. <laughs> like, what is wrong with these people? Just goes with it now. <laughs> so funny. He's like, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm crying. That's freaking hilarious. Don't touch it. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, but they're all, like, more character-driven, I guess. Yes. Books. I really, uh, that's who I need to read. I'm, like, playing with my cord. Um, I really, really need to read Elena Ferrante on top of the many million other authors I need to read. But yes, I have not read her yet. Yeah. Mm. And Elena, she just like, I mean, I feel like both or all three of the authors that I just mentioned just really get people and the experience. Mm. It makes me wonder about them. I mean, and I think that's like a sign of just a really great writer because also like Elena Ferrante is like almost like a non-existent person. Like I don't even, there's no like information of her out there. It's like a pen, I think it's a pen name. But um, so it like makes me wonder about these writers and kind of what their lives are like. And are they pulling from experiences that they've had or are they just truly so talented? They're able to just pull these characters out of their head that Mm. are so three dimensional. Mm. Yeah, I do. God, who is I talking about this with? Yeah, I do find that very, very interesting how like, and it was, like, the first time I... Oh, I remember I was talking to Hannah Franklin. She was like, yeah, she's literally... No one knows who she is. Like, no one's seen her face. Like, she has someone show up, like, at whatever. I just... That, like, blew my mind. I don't know. Just, I feel like... 
I understand maybe as I feel like it doesn't make any sense, but like as an actor, like you can keep your life very private, but like with books, it's like what is your life like if you can write that? Like that like what you just said is like so interesting. Like are you a hermit? Are you like always around people? Like do other like do your friends know not to call you? Do you have friends? Do you yeah. have kids? Like what do you eat? Do you sleep? Are you a ghost? Like, oh my god. Yeah. Now I'm spiraling, but I need to unspiral because I'm just <laughs> I haven't even read her yet. <laughs> well, I would I would definitely recommend her. She's um she's a really great writer. Oh my gosh. Okay, and should I start with my brilliant friend or something else? I think that you can start with my brilliant friend. My brilliant friend is a it's a series the cosmopolitan one Mm -hmm. and i only read the first book i do want to read them all but i did really enjoy it um it's a lot thicker than um her other book the lost daughter that i read Mm -hmm. which was more of a quick read but felt like a 400 page book like it just it really shoved so much into so little. Mm. And I love that. And I think that's also, I tend to gravitate towards shorter books because I, A, love that sort of instant gratification you get from a short book. But also I find it so impressive when, and it sounds like a negative, but to me it's a positive when you can make a short book feel like a really long book. Oh my God. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I, I, like I also love like short stories too for the same reason where it's like if you're able to tie a story up or like not even if you like know what the ending is or whatever like if you're able to like literally just create a solid story that is like not that long that is so impressive because writers just want to write like you like don't want to edit down like you don't want to pare down you want to use like all the fun words you want to use like all the fun like whatever metaphors and stuff and like when writers are able just to be like boop it's so amazing writer crush Mm -hmm. love that stuff (laughs) yes instantly i do have a writer crush on her or him i mean could be a man writing oh my god could be a horse like for all we know like what is your ed (laughs) literally ah okay so final question um why do you read? Why do I read? Oh, I mean, it's been so long at this point. I don't think I could not read. Um, I think the obvious answer is it's just kind of a way to like shut your brain off. Even if mm. a book really requires thought, mm. it's a different source of thought. Mm-hmm. Not like a thought of, the stuff I have to do today or that email I forgot to send at work that's going to drive me nuts until I get in. Mm -hmm. It's just its own area. It's an escape. It's a reprieve. Mm -hmm. And it's a chance to, I guess, step outside of your life and into something else for a little while. Mm -hmm. There's something really romantic about that notion to me. Mm -hmm. I love that a lot. 
Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I just like closed my eyes and like really had that sink in. That was wonderful. Oh, oh. A yes. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day um, and chatting with me. This is, I love these so, so much. Honestly, I love sitting down and creating like amazing connections with you guys and just talking about just what we love books oh yeah i could talk about books dude all day every day it's one of my favorite topics dude i really want to create baby steps beebs um to create like you know how there's like what is it like how there's like comic-con like book con like books are great like there needs to be something because we are such like a, a book book meetup for bookstagram literally i think they like do those but in like small like concentrated yeah yeah I just, not like a whole convention oh my god like how sick like it could be like the book fair for adults with like a tea club because or like a wine club I don't feel I was like no we're not really like clubbers <laughs> I'm like couldn't really yes. a club, but there'd be like a lounge room it's a book fair that we have money for this time yes uh <laughs> and it's not like those weird science books it's like no it's like good shit it's like first edition or maybe that maybe- hasn't even come out yet yeah, or maybe, like, there's, like, a couple cool authors there. Like, I don't know. Just, yeah, I mean, I guess that would kind of just be uh, when, like, publication companies put together their, like, book. I'm going to say fairs because I can't think of what the word is. <laughs> Where you, like, meet authors and stuff. But I don't know. I think that might oh. be close to actual publication houses. Like, like when they do a book signing? No, when they have just, like, a ton of authors come and, like, sign books and what? give interviews and stuff. I feel like those exist. Oh, my God, where are those? <laughs> my knowledge of them is not very yeah. expansive, but I think they do. God, I was like, where are the By bid? I didn't even know those existed. Well, anyways, maybe one day there will be the dog-eared book fair and all the peeps can come together Uh, yes yes Uh, well i hope you have an amazing rest of your evening and again thank you so so much this um means the world to me yeah thank you again this was a lot of fun yes you go best Hello, hello. Thank you so, so much for listening. You guys have no idea how much it means for me to have you guys come back and also, again, being patient with me. I've been really behind and I'm trying not to stress myself out with all this. I really want to show up to Dog Eared Book Club fully present, but also with absolute joy. Uh, This is not meant to stress me out. This is meant to be a beautiful outlet of creativity. So anyways, make sure to give her a follow at double underscore and books. Her name is Sam and uh, she's going to be the queen with the amazing aesthetic. As you'll see, make sure to again, check out her posts, check out her synopsises and her reviews and be on the lookout for her top 10, 8 to 10, I usually say like 8, 10, 12 books um, coming up in the next couple of weeks. 
They will not only be posted on Instagram, they will also be available on my bookshop.org affiliate page. And again, make sure to give Dogyard Book Club a follow and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And again, DM me. I would love to hear your thoughts, your suggestions, any accounts you would like me to follow, like me to check out, but also, of course, like me to interview and any leaders, any authors, anyone that you're interested uh, hearing from. I love you guys and I will see you guys next time.